girls like that. I love Summer Walker. Yeah, Summer Walker. Love her. Yeah, she is all that. Well, what's up, everybody? Welcome to episode 92. I'm just sharing. I'm just sharing. I'm listening. I'm listening. I'm just sharing. Uh, oh, wow. Okay. Uh, 92, everybody. Uh, make sure y'all say something in the chat so we can know y'all here. Make sure everybody like and share the video. What's up? Honey? 92, right? 92. Y'all know me. What's up? 92. Thanks, 92. Okay. What's up, everybody? What's up, man? Everybody good? What's going on? S -gang. Hello, What's everybody. Up? Yeah, we're live. Let's gang it up. Let's gang it up. What's up, crew? What's on the agenda for this evening? Miss uh, Karen. I'm just sharing, everybody. Don't mind me. I'm just trying to get us some more people in here. How are everybody doing? Hey, Rhonda. Love all shout out to all the members. See you on the chat. What's up? Mm -hmm. The whole crew is here the night all together mm -hmm. at one. Right. You know what I mean? As we willing and down, we got eight more shows into that big one hundred. I'm so excited. I cannot wait. To be to be exact, October, what is it? October fourth? Ninth. Ninth. October ninth. Is our 100 show. So if you were if you were trying to do the math and trying to figure out in the calendar which one it was, October 9th is going to be our 100 show. And for the first time ever, the four of us will be together in one place. So if you think this right here is crazy, wait till you see what's going on. Now we got armed guards. We got metal <laughs> detectors. We got dogs and whistles. Because we don't know what KD might bring in those doors. <laughs> you know, pistols and pistols and whips. We don't need. We want to have a great show. So a hundred. Be on the just continue to keep standing soon with us. We're gonna have more information about that. But I'm, I'm telling y'all it's gonna be a crazy show. So let's get into this episode 92 right here. Like we always ask y'all to do every week. Like, share, not only comment, but also subscribe if you haven't. All right, and also um, share, share it with your folks, share it with your folks and in in, in, at your jobs, your family members who, who might not be a part of Unsisted Minds, the family, just share it because continue to help us keep going up and I, I guarantee y'all, they'll like it just as much as y'all do. What's uh, up with y'all? How y'all doing? How y'all, how was y'all weekend? Tell a friend it's more fun. I'm trying, to, my weekend was good. I'm trying to get my weekends out of the way so my son can get on and get on out on Thursday. <laughs> I work the weekend, so it's just like it just fly by me. So, I mean, I just worked all weekend, but that's okay. It was good nonetheless. I yeah, um, I have sure. no complaints at all. For sure, for sure. Mine was nice and quiet. You know the usual. Mm hmm. Solid. Y'all see? Did y'all see in the comments that Renee said that's actually her birthday? Yeah. Renee is one of our top fans. So Renee, oh. not only will you, you know, what I mean, be celebrating your birthday, but we'll also make sure that your birthday is is lit on Sense of Mom's way. You know what I mean? So shout out to you. We we have an 100th episode on your birthday, so that lets us know that how special you are and how valued we treat you here on Sense of Mom's. So what's exactly. up? What's up, people? What we got going on tonight? Yeah. 
Um, do we have an affirmation, Miss Karen, or are we getting that? We do. Y'all, forgive me. Look, I love y'all to death. You know what? I, I don't know how to act tonight because I'm on a computer again. So I was actually on my phone trying to share so I can get more people to join us tonight. Um, but yes, you know, I'm going to always come with an affirmation, T, because you and Nell, y'all going to keep me straight. That's one thing. But thank God I got my girl, Ish, that can be on my side right now. So this weekend has been one weekend. Wow. It's like a whirlwind. But again, I will not complain. You know, when we ask for things, we never know how those things are going to come, what form they're going to come in to us. So when you ask for things and you affirm with positivity, you never know how it's going to come. This weekend, something great happened. I just cannot exactly say what it is. But as I said, I'm in a new setup. I feel at home and I'm just feeling loved um, this weekend. So when you open yourself up, open yourself up. And when you ask and pray for things, never expect for it to come the exact way that you want it, but always expect it to come. And let's get ready for some uncensored mind tonight. Nail and T got me afraid, but hey, let's go with the flow of it. Let's get ready, y'all. Let's get it. All right, everybody. Uh, y'all want to get hot right into the icebreaker question, hey? Okay. What's your thoughts on the Herb Gotti versus Shanti shenanigans? Oh, we're getting right into the fuckboy shit. Right into So now, yeah. people of a brief background on what partake with the Shanti. All right, so how we came up to this, this um, icebreaker question is Herb Gotti appeared on Drink Champs this, this past um, episode. Um, he said, and what Drink Tramps is is a podcast that's done by Nori, a rapper. He likes to bring back old, older rappers to kind of give them their flowers. All the so legends. He's legends. Yeah. He sat down with two legends of our, Irv Gotti and Ja Rule. Irv Gotti, as you know, is the co the founder of Murder Inc. Um, and also a producer out there. He produced for the likes of Jay-Z, DMX, Ja Rule, Ashanti, and so many more of your, your hits from the 90s. He also helped to um, create um, and cultivate the career of one of our favorite songbirds, Ashanti. Not only did he produce records for her, um, he also had a relationship with her. And it came out on Drink Champs that he actually was in a relationship with Ashanti, and this was the same time he was with his wife. Um, the crazy part about it was, you know, he actually sat down and was very candid about the relationship that he had with Ashanti. He, he held no holes barred. And he kind of got a little belligerent, calling her bitches, saying um, her career wouldn't be nothing without him, um, saying that if she wanted to go forward with her career, using the music that they produced and using that to record to make you know hits on her own she has no authority to do that and he is not clearing anything for her um what are your what's your thoughts about that what's up lady 
Let's get all the fuckery out of the way, baby. Yeah, the fuckery, because this is all that fucking Irv Gotti displayed was fuckery. Like, I get... Yeah, like, I, I get it, and I understand um, the magnitude of his passion for his art and his craft. Like, I get it. I get the fact that he has, you know, produced the trifecta of great rappers, Ja Rule, Jay-Z, you know, and um, uh, DMX, right? I get it. Like, I get his passion. I get that, you know, he says that he created Ashanti, all of that stuff. But what the fuck does all of that other stuff that he discussed have to do with the business at hand? Like, he was... Putting um, a lot of bitch information out there that shouldn't have been out there. He I, was weighing his feelings. Can I interject and say that he was in his feelings and he definitely shouldn't be doing that as a man? But isn't that something that y'all do <laughs> all the fucking time? Yeah, and that's a, and that's a female tendency. That's <laughs> it exactly. That's a female tendency. So leave it to us, right, Tim? <laughs> Right, leave it to that, us. Is that what you're saying? That that'll make it right for y'all to run with that, <laughs> just because. No, the, but I'm just saying. Even, like, if, even if it is a female thing, and everybody knows that, I don't think y'all should be able to bash him when y'all do the same shit. <laughs> that, that's my but point. But do we do? But we do we do this shit to this extent? No, 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 no. I'm talking about. <laughs> do we do it to this extent? To his extent. Worse. Worse exists than this. Worse. I don't know, Katie. You you know anything about worse. No, can you back me up here? Yeah, I mean, just, just going on record and, and speaking on something that we spoke about a couple of shows ago, Danny Lee and the baby. Danny Lee made a whole album dissing, dissing the baby. Danny Lee went on, you know, Good Morning America and said the reason why her album has his undertones is because of the fuck shit that she went through with the baby. Yeah. And she went on to, you know, to, to highlight all the shit that she had to go through and calling, you know, calling him a bunch of names and everything like that. So, you know, I mean, we see this often. Um, again, but does it make it right? right. I'm gonna let y'all. I'm gonna let y'all decide that. All right. So let, let me ask, let me ask y'all. Hold on. Let me ask y'all ladies a question real quick. So, if Irv took care of her and basically created her as an artist, does he not get any leeway? Why? Because <laughs> you would not know who she was. Okay, <laughs> first of all, I'm going to say this. He did not create her. He enhanced her. But what she have, she already had that inside of her because he couldn't have done anything with her if she did not possess the talent anyway. So for that, I give him great praise that he did enhance what she already was. As far as what he did, I think he's still in love with her, Thanks. and he was hurt. Thanks, I believe that. But my, but I want to say, um, so w what should he do in this, you know, situation? Should he just shut up and he just got to eat that because he a man? Yeah, I mean, what 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 else is he's gonna do? First of all, he need to be like nursing his wife. I mean, isn't he still married? No, he's not. Oh, he's not? No. Okay, well, he, I mean, obviously he's still in love with her. He had a record deal before that, uh, Angelia, and they was trying to make her like Whitney Houston, and that, that wouldn't work. 
I mean, he, <laughs> no, he, he just need to get over he's it. Good. He's in his feelings. He's in love with her. But what he's done now, I'm quite sure he never get a chance with her because he so, made himself look weak. Well, that's what, right, right, too. right. So that's what I'm trying to tell you. So as a man, we're not allowed to sit in this space, right? So now how does he, you know, get over it? How does he heal? Who does he vent to? If he's not allowed to do what he just did, what, what should a man do, you know, in that circumstance? Well, I mean, he just got to eat that goat. Just admit that he was in his city. We just got to eat it. I mean, it's yeah, not... Yeah, he just got to eat it. He just admitted what, what he did. KD, it's not just about him and his feelings. They also have a business relationship. So for her to say, I don't want to eat it. Somebody else. just got to eat it. I mean, it's not... He just got to eat it. Why am I here in the background? Okay. I mean, I T, I don't know. I mean, the man just wait a minute. Why am I here in the background, y'all? Do you have Might be yours ish. How about now? Might be yours ish. Yeah, okay. I'm sorry. I'm back. No, it connected to my Bluetooth in the car. I'm sorry. Oh, okay. But, um, yeah, I mean, I, I just think he just needs to, because I really think he probably see now what he did. You know, he probably had been drinking. He was probably high. He got his feelings and they show he's human. We all do it from time to time. But okay. then once we do it and we realize, damn, I messed up. Just admit what he did. And apologize. You don't do that because <laughs> he's still gonna say he yeah. wasn't wrong. He's just gonna say I shouldn't have said it on the show. <laughs> but he well, even that. I mean, okay. So don't don't apologize for what you said, but how you did. It. So this is that's what I'm trying to ask y'all though. So as women, y'all are allowed to do that and lash out. I would. I'm asking y'all as a man if he's not allowed to do that. <clears throat> Well, even if a female did it, I think she should own up to it. I don't care. Right. I don't care if it's a male or female. When you lash out like that on somebody and it's national like that, too. I mean, he's an artist, for goodness sake. He helped enhance artists. He's not an president. Well, what, whatever. He's <laughs> in that industry. So he, he know what it is to like try to bring somebody down like that. So he needs to recognize what he did which i think he do because he see that there's other kings as y'all can say or whatever that's speaking out and saying that it was not a good look for him so regardless of him being irv Gotti or whoever anybody can be brought down by actions so, so it's i think that he needs to apologize for what he did so he's it's 100 percent on him huh it's 100 percent on him well, he's the one that came out with it in public. So, yeah. I mean, she she didn't bring it out until he brought it out, right? Y'all agree? So, for me, I think um, I think where it was lost in translation for me is when the disrespect, right? Because you can have you can be in your feelings and you can have feelings about something. You know, just how he said he found out. He said he found out that they were in a relationship basically from a game, a, a basketball game that he was watching. 
where he said, damn, all this commotion's in the, in the arena. And then the announcer stopped and said, oh, the commotion was because Nelly just walked in with Ashanti. And at that time, they still was supposed to be in this together. Um, so that's where he said a lot of his feelings came from because she never told him. Right. You know, a lot of the hits that she wrote came from him coaching her, him having, you know, him and her making magic together, being together and they laying in bed and creating a hit or her being happy was based upon, you know, a moment that they may have shared on vacation or something like that. Hold on, hold but, on, hold on now. And not only that, while I'm facing my life in a trial, you have, you basically have no words for me. Awesome. Yeah, again, that's why I said he was really, you know, another thing that he was really hurt at is, you know, I jump started your career. Right. Put you on the path of stardom, put you on the path of super, superstar status, being labeled as the princess of, you know, hip hop and R&B. And at my darkest moment, when I was facing an indictment, right. you turned your back and said, you were not a part of Murder, Inc. You didn't want no parts of it because you didn't know what the outcome may have been, yeah. right? You wanted to distance yourself from that. So again, he was hurt. For me, where it gets, where it got real crazy for me, where I, where I lost the respect of the conversation, because we can have a conversation all day long. The respect was lost for me when it was bitches, right. bitch, <laughs> bitch, 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 right? And you know what? I can't even sit up here and be hypocritical and say, damn, any man that call a woman a bitch is wrong because I've done it. Right. And I'm not proud of it. And I take, and if I, and, and this is me learning from my mistakes. <laughs> so if I ever disrespected a woman and said that out my mouth to her, about her, behind her back or to her face, I want to apologize sincerely. Because as I'm sitting there looking at that, I see myself reciting the same words and being you know, a black man who's here to protect our black women, regardless of whatever status we've contributed to helping them get to, right? They're still, at the end of the day, a part of us, right? So you got to respect that. So I want to take that moment right there to, to make sure that I apologize for that. That's where it got crazy, because we, we can sit here and say in one breath and show our emotions because we're in love. But then on the flip side, to go and be disrespectful, it's like, all right, cool. You can't love me and disrespect to those terms, to those to that that great length. And it was just consistent disrespect, disrespect, disrespect. Right? That's where I was I, I got tuned out at and it had me to take a look inside myself to say, damn, how can I be disrespect how can I feel disrespected by him saying that and not be disrespected by my own actions that I may have done in the in the past or whatever the case may be. So that's where it was. That's where it boiled down for me, right? Then it's almost like two. We're put in a position to help people, right? If you if, if you have the the flame, you have the the talent, you have you've been blessed with a gift to be able to help somebody else get to another level of life that they didn't that they may have dreamt about or or attained to, and we help them to get there. You kind of got to eat that. You can't use that and throw it back in their face and say, I did this for you. You can say, I've helped you get there now. Let's be a little bit, you know, 
you you hope and pray that they will be a little bit sympathetic to that and loyal to that. But we can't expect for somebody to say or to do just because we've done something for them to have the same aspirations or the same wherewithal that we would have had towards them in that situation. I think it just could have been handled a whole lot differently when it came to that whole aspect of what it is. Ladies in the world. Yeah. <clears throat> mm, I, I I definitely agree with a lot that you said now because I mean it's obvious um how much he put into her, right? And how he really felt about her. He genuinely cared about her. Um, but I think that overall, you know, he's not chalking up to the fact that she was very young. She obviously had other people steering her career as well. And, you know, a lot of that might not have necessarily been um, an intention of hers, but with all that he had going on, being married, feds and all of that stuff, um, you know, they probably was like, run, girl, run. And she probably did just that, not thinking about how deep it may, in fact, cut him and anybody else around probably wasn't thinking that either like oh my god you know he's married like you don't give a fuck for real, for real but it obviously he did he just seems very bitter about it so hopefully it's something that he can eventually you know get past situation is 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 you know it's something that we all see every that we face every day right, right. um we, we would hope the intentions of somebody that we say we love and somebody who tells us that they love us back, that, you know, be it through thick or thin, that we can count on them. Even if things dissolve, <clears throat> that we still have them some, somewhat of a friend and there's loyalty still there because, you know. But one thing that we also got to understand is this. Um, I understand her point as well, her being afraid her not understanding what that may have looked like, what a, what a federal indictment would look like, and I'm sure she had her people in the background like get away from him because this is yeah. this ain't this is this ain't right. This ain't cool. This is this could be a detriment to your career. You could fall in the lines of you can like like like, like look at now the whole young thug and Gunna and them situation. Them being indicted out there in Atlanta and everybody that's up under young thug is getting swept under that umbrella regardless mm -hmm. of their involvement or not. So I guess, you know, she had her mom, who's her manager. She had other people in her family and her circle that probably said, get out, get out now, right? This is your opportunity to get from under him mm -hmm. and get yourself free of any of that, right? And then it was all his responsibility to let her know in that same time. I know he's facing what he's facing and he's probably got so many other thoughts, but baby girl, I got you. Regardless of anything, you cool. Don't worry. Mm -hmm. Distance yourself. Because if I if, if I'm facing something and I got love for somebody, I got some a circle, and I know I can't, I know it's other people that's gonna be affected by this. I'm gonna let them know. Distance yourself from me because I don't wanna I don't wanna pull you in this tidal wave that I'm facing. Let me face it, but let me face it with knowing that I got your support. And that's why I think that's where a lot of the times we drop the balls. We don't have those hard conversations with people. Right. And that's right. on both ends yeah. because it's mm -hmm. up to her to, to, 
as a person on his label, not being a love interest, a person on his label to sit down and say, hey, Irv, I'm, I know you facing this. I'm scared. What does this look like for me? What does this look like for us? What does this look like for my, my long my longevity in this business or even just my overall like self. And that's, he could explain that and maybe they could have had a better, clear understanding. And then it's up to him to set her down or maybe she was just too far gone. Maybe she was just so far with Nelly that she just didn't want to double back because maybe Nelly had to say something to her about, Oh, I know you and Irv messing with each other. If you talk to him, you know, with us, it's the insecurities that we face not knowing what it could be and what it had the long-term impl- implications that it has going forward. But again, it all stems back to what we always say is communication is key, right? right? Communication is the most powerful thing that quells any issues. You know, you, 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 you communicate, if you communicate effectively and, and efficiently, you both can understand where y'all both coming from. You might not like it. You might mm-hmm. not like the outcome of the conversation, but you got to respect it. That's true. Right. Y'all, I got to find me some clothes. My son keeping it like shit. <laughs> Damn, and our, I'm sitting up here trembling. I feel like Earl Gotti right now. Del Gotti, let's go, Del Gotti. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, um, it, it's, uh, excuse me, should I just like turn the thing off while I... Bye, Katie. That's Katie. <laughs> okay. I gotta find something. <laughs> yes, so it, uh, it goes in, just tell the man that he has to eat that. <laughs> Basically, he's not yet he's not allowed to be his feelings and he has to eat that. No, I mean I get it, but I again we talked about um last week we talked so much about just social media exposure and and this was a prime example and it wasn't online, you know, with the fingers, but it definitely was, um, you know, just something for that was going to go viral. That was going to be all over social media. And, you know, I think it's just a time and a place for everything. And I think we even mentioned that that could have been like things he elaborated a little bit more on in the documentary versus drink tramps where he's intoxicated and you know just real loose with the lips it just wasn't it was it was it was came across very bitter and and broken more or less and it just wasn't a good look right on this real quick hold on i just want to tell you that that's what I was saying. <laughs> that y'all allow to have that bitterness and that brokenness. Yeah, but but you know it's to do all of that. <laughs> I get I get your point. I do get your point. And it is there are women that do this. We do this. We right. do this. And we can do it 50 times worse. I don't disagree at all. But I think one thing we do all agree on is that certain things out in the public eye is just too much. Yeah, he went too far. All right, now, what's Ebony saying? Let's touch on this, right? Let's touch on that. Let me read this. He signed her to his label, and he thought he owned her. As a professional, he has to know that some artists move on, especially when the environment is bad. Ebony, people of the comments, that's what a contract is. Yes. When you sign a contract, you sign a proposal saying that I am under you. You own my rights. So in a, in a nutshell, 
he owned her for seven albums. Right. She gave him five. Right. So as 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 colluded as it may sound, as as dirty as it may sound, he owned her. And that was her contractual right to stay there. When I ask you to do something once you sign this contract, that's your right to. That contract is law. Right? right? Yes. Under circumstances, we hope a person that we sign a contract to has a heart right. and allows us to get up out of that. But that's the reasons why we sign contracts is to legally bind that that transaction right there. So if the other per party gets jumpy, doesn't want to give them what they're what they're owed, doesn't want to produce the way that they're supposed to, they have something legally to fall back on that protects them. Right? Yo, it's not about being in a relationship. She still has a contractual agreement with Murder Inc. as an artist. Right. So regardless if it was a relationship or not, you still have to be there. Right. Now, again, that's where I said the communication comes in at. If you sit down and may have said, I feel scared. I don't know what this is no more. This is this is a little bit more than what I signed up for. Are you willing to let me walk just because I'm not built for this? Maybe it's a different conversation right now. But the mm -hmm. moment you take things into your own hands and you start to move differently, that's when we can start to go. To, that's when people start putting court documents under your door. All right, all right hold, hold, hold on now, because they're saying something about uh, him owning her work-wise, but not sexually. It's not about him owning her sexually, but if this was in reverse and the guy just moved on like that and she didn't know about it and that's how she found out about it, she would call him a fuckboy, right? Mm. <laughs> oh, I, I, I just want to see. <laughs> yeah, nobody owns you sexually. Nobody owns you sexually. I don't, I don't condone that, the sexual owning. Yeah, you know what I mean? Right. But we got to make it make sense. Yeah, make it make sense. And I mean, even if she wanted to devil and devil sexually, um, I feel like he attacked, like, it, it, it kind of almost feels like he felt deeper for her than she ever did of him and maybe it was something she entertained for a little bit but then it just became too messy and and she just was like forget this and so even being attached dealing with him sexually i think he got more attached and fell in love right. and maybe she was happy right. after the sex and wrote a, a fucking song like maybe she was but at 19 you know different things happen and different feelings come about and nelly was just that so she was like all right he got too much going on over here you know what i mean and she so you telling me anything for that so you're telling me anybody with a nell in their name is that <laughs> thank you <laughs> thank you you got it yes sir. thank you <laughs> but seriously though i mean you know nah shout outs to them we go, we can talk about this all night. We got mm -hmm. so much more. Yeah, Irv didn't have to call her all kinds of bitches. No. She, she also does owe him the respect work-wise of yeah. not disrespecting Murder, Inc. as a brand. I would 
I was just trying to get that out. One thing I do respect, though, I got to respect my man, Fat Joe, for sticking up and speaking out, right? Because far too often do we sit back and we see people, far too often do we see people sit back and not say nothing. Right. I want my friends that have the same energy if I'm in the room, if I'm not in the room. And he's one of them people who she wasn't able to, she ain't speak up, so he spoke up for her. Right. And mm -hmm. that's what a real friend do. And that's what the energy that we should always try to strive for. Finding them friends who, when you're not there to defend yourself, they they voices louder than yours most of the time. And that's what yeah. one thing that I take from this whole thing. Fat Joe, you got my respect, my brother, because you said, oh, all that shit's cool in the gang, but that shit is real wild. Entertaining. You getting on here, getting real emotional and real and real feminine about your feelings for this girl and what you did. At the end of the day, you kind of don't got no leg to stand on, bro. You was married. But then, too, how do you have the right to call her out her name, especially if you said you love her? So shout out to Fat Joe for definitely standing up and speaking out. Again, Ja Rule went on this whole, you know, expl explanation type of tour, too, to say, I'm in the middle. Irv's my boy. He's my... He's my guy. Ashanti's my little sister. She's my she's my sweetheart. That's my sister. So at the end of the day, I appreciate anybody that's going to stand up for their friends and make sure that their friends are highly respected and covered when they're not there to do it for themselves. So shout out to them. Let's just be mindful when we talk to each other and the words that we use. Like you can eliminate that whole bitch word. Like it's not necessary. Like you you want to eliminate the word bitch? Yeah. Now, I will say this, guys, too. Women, we need to start referring to ourselves in that manner because mm -hmm. I hear that more and more. You know, um, yeah, I do the, it. the songs that I like to listen to, you know, the Cardi B's, Megan Lotto, Stanley, Big Lotto, Big Lotto. I mean, hey, that, that's what I love to listen to. But the one thing I do not like is when they refer to themselves, even, you know, like, um, I'm that bad bitch or I'm the other bitch. Or, um, you know, why refer to yourself as a bitch when you don't want to be called a bitch? Yes, I agree with that. That's true. I agree with Shout that. Shout out to the females out there. Y'all doing y'all thing. All right. We have some we have some good news and you know, some bad news and some badder news. But where would y'all like to begin? Badder news? Let's yeah, get the better. bad or out the way. The way. Let's cry. <laughs> he said, let's cry. <laughs> he wanted to get the bad out of the way. All right. So I don't know if people outside of the Philadelphia area, you know, have heard about this story, but there was a young mother who I believe to be uh, either like 32 or 34, who she was in the car with her fiance slash baby daddy of six. Slash, I got a restraining order on him. And this one morning, he decided to stab her 18 times. And the last one, leaving the knife stuck in her head. All of this is because of allegedly he thought she was cheating on him. So her name is Ashley Lockhart. She's from Philadelphia. We want to say rest in peace to her. Prayers and wishes to her six little girls. And, you know, what are y'all thoughts on this whole situation? <sighs> Tragic. Hmm. Tragic. Yeah, this one. This is crazy, this one here. 
domestic violence gone way left. What are y'all thoughts on women who go ahead and get restraining orders and then still go back and, you know, be with that person? Biggest mistake you can make. Mm -hmm. I mean, the biggest mistake that you can make. I've, I've never went as far as taking a restraining order, but anytime you leave that situation and go back, in hindsight, I couldn't see the danger I was putting myself in because each time it would get worse. Um, and going back is you're giving them even more power to do what they're going to do to you. And then whenever you decide to leave, that's going to make them even worse because now they got more ownership because you came back. Um, those babies, I, I, my prayers to the little girls, but when a woman leave women, I urge you as a woman who has been there before, and I know it's hard to leave. It may be emotions. It may be threats. Um, I've had them both. But don't believe whatever they threaten you with. Because men that do that from the beginning are nothing but cowards. You're afraid of them, but they're nothing but cowards. So develop that um, courage. I know you feel like you can't reach out to people because you do feel alone because they're going to isolate you. So you're going to feel alone. But don't believe that you cannot get away because once you get away, don't go back. Break all ties. Don't go back. But that's the first mistake that she did was to go back, especially with her little girls. And she probably felt she had no other choice. That's what I was going to believe yeah. that he was out of hell. Do y'all think that y'all feel trapped when y'all find yourselves in these certain situations? Yeah. I mean, like I say, mine came from threats against my family. and Because you couldn't touch me, but when you threaten my family, then I'm going to protect my family. But I believe what you said that you was going to do to my family. Mm -hmm. Like I said, now... I know it wasn't true, but back then I was weak enough to believe whatever they said because the fear was there. All right, so this is what I wanted to ask you each. Do you know if they have the death penalty law in PA? It was the last person that um, got executed was Gary Heidnick, um, and I believe that was in the 80s. I do not know for certain if the governors have put black back in place. It had been banned, like it was no more at one point. I am not sure if in fact it is um, back just yet. And I don't believe it is because we have clients who have gotten life, but no death penalty. So I don't know for certain. So it's, it's saying that he turns himself in the next day or you know two days later or whatever. So if he pleads, you know, a crime of passion, you know, at his defense, do you think that would lesser his sentence? It, it definitely is. You think I'm sorry, that, go ahead. You think that's something that, you know, they'll agree with that this that's what this was? 
Yeah, the, his if he, whatever attorney he gets, that's definitely the first argument that they're going to make. This was a crime of passion. He had a mental uh, a mental break from reality. Um, he blacked out. He didn't know what happened. Um, and they will use either the crime of passion or insanity defense. Um, that's kind of typical, you know what I mean? Um, and then there is either going to be an offer made Typically, there is an offer or sometimes, you know, homicide will not, you know, the DAs will not make an offer whatsoever. And they'll say, you know, we're, we're going to go to trial. But what do you really go to trial on? In this kind of case, like this is horrible. Let me ask you this, Ish. What if, um, I mean, I don't know if they had a record of the domestication between the two of them, but if they did have a record of domestication between them, even though she went back, if they have a record of that, would that prevent him from being able to get that type of um, plea? Yeah, see, sometimes a lot of that is taken into consideration where the district attorney may say, listen, we, it's no offer that would, would ever cross our mouths in a situation like this. So they can clearly say, there is no offer and his defense attorney has to then decide how they're going to proceed uh, and move forward with the case. Uh, you know, he can plead open in a case like this um, and pleading open, meaning that there is no negotiating, no negotiated plea offer. He could plead open um, and then leave it in the hands of the judge to sentence him. And then it all de really depends on what his uh, gravity score is. Um, if he's a violent offender in the past, we don't know what his criminal background is, his criminal history, if he's been arrested for assault of her before, whatever the case may be. But if this is not her first PFA or if there's contempt of PFAs and all of that, that is going to be able to be brought over into the criminal case because there are two different actions, it's one in the criminal court and one in the um, family court. So, um, Well, we do know of one because she had a restraining order against him. So that's one thing that they had in the records of saying that, you know, he was a threat to her. So, yeah. you know, him, uh, him trying to say it was a crime of passion is what I'm trying to say, you know, how they they can get around that and fight that mm -hmm. possibly, yeah. so that he can get the proper justice. Yeah, I I think they definitely going to fight fight him tooth and nail. I don't think they're going to come to him with no offer for him to be able to get off doing fifteen to twenty. Mm -hmm. You know, nothing. I don't think I don't foresee that happening. Mm -mm. So, so my question is, um, do y'all think a relationship is over once you call the cops? Like the main says, is a relationship over once either party calls the cops? No, I've seen people call cops so many times on each other. I mean, I, I no, I, I don't see it as being over. I don't know. I feel like it, if. Obviously, no, because sometimes other people call the cops, right? Mm -hmm. You don't necessarily call the cops, you know, other people, you know, the cops can get involved in other ways besides the parties calling, right? But I feel like when you pick up the phone and you dial 911, right, you're in a place where you fear for your safety, either party. So that means that there is something going on in this relationship that's not healthy. 
Therefore, I feel like maybe some things should be thought about about continuing that relationship. <laughs> so I say, I say, yeah, something something's got to give if you if it gets down to calling the cops on one another. Were, were those his kids, young? I mean, yes, yes, all all of them. So, so it's obvious. It's obviously you know that she because they both were still young. So you know, I think they been probably been together since like high school sweetheart, something like that. Mm. So you know, yeah, he they just had, simply snapped. Yeah. He just simply snapped. Yeah. So now, do you have uh any any words on this? I did want to play a video of the daughters. Yeah, man, it's so it's so um it's so heartbreaking. This this whole situation is just like dumbfounding. Um, <laughs> I'm speechless, actually. I'm speechless because um a mother is taken away from her her six girls. Right. Um not only is a mother taken away from her six girls, but their fathers as well. Right. Um so that's a double hit for the children wow. who always are left to suffer. Right. Um mom was tragically killed. And they had a great relationship with their mom. Their mom was very instrumental in their life and made sure that she um, told them how much she loved them and how much how important they were to her. Right. And how amazing that these young girls were going to be in life and to stick together, um, to always believe in yourself. Because as videos, as we've seen videos, especially here in the Philadelphia area being played on the news, you know, being, you know, being friends on social media, you know, you know, um, of the things that she did. She's a very, you know, very intricate part of her neighborhood. A lot of people knew her and loved her. Um, and to see this happen, um, it just, it, we, it is a cry for help, right? Um, again, as, as we always state on here, you know, just being in control of your emotions and how intricate that yeah. You know, important that is as much as we want to say oh i'm i'm emotional and that's just me that's my makeup you know c controlling your emotions could be the tipping point of us going out here committing a crime and once we commit it we're sitting back and saying damn why did i do that yeah. mm -hmm. and knowing the repercussions that come with that um protecting our women is key um Anger management, key. You know, as I as I said before on, on a couple of shows, one thing that we are not privy to, and coming up when we are taught, is we are not taught emotional intelligence. Right. Right. We are not taught how to be emotional, emotionally intelligent, in our feelings and also the feelings of others, or being able to decipher how to move through our emotions without allowing it to take us down the wrong path or to put us in harm's way. And at the end of the day, everybody loses, just like Sarah says, because these children are now mother and fatherless. The parents of the young lady who was taken from us, Ashley Lockhart's family, is without a daughter, a niece, a granddaughter. 
you know, the, the gentleman, Mr. Thompson, right? You know what I mean? His name is Raymond Thompson. His daughters don't have a father. His mother don't have a son that's out here in the street anymore. He's, he's going to be behind bars and possibly facing life in jail, or even as the district attorney says, is going to try to seek the death penalty, which is, as each said, you know, so eloquently put the, um, was, you know, needs governor approval for that. So there's a lot of things that we can sit back and just be like, damn, it's unfortunate. And how did it get to these levels? But it also has to, it also should wake us up and being able to check on our friends our loved ones and making sure those that have issues with others are making sure we have them in the right situations. We get them the right necessary help. We keep an eye on them and just to make sure things like this don't happen to them, but also mm-hmm. taking care of our own mental health to make sure that we are controlling our emotions because just like that, we can snap and we, sometimes we, 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 we hang it on the, the rack up. Oh, I'm petty. Right. Or that's just my makeup, or I'm just an emotional person. But when do our emotions get the best of us and take us over the edge? That's what we. That's what we got to be vigilant of, and make sure that we're doing our very best to make sure that we are not only protecting, but also being the protectors. So domestic uh, disputes are up. And there has been a lot more women, you know, getting killed or getting seriously injured in these situations. So I just want to say that even if it's not just for women, even for men as well, that first slight of violence, you need to go ahead and move on. It ain't even worth it. Mm-hmm. And, you know, COVID, I still, you know, COVID, ever since COVID, everybody has been suffering more emotionally. You know, that that has put the world in a totally different spin. And like Nell say, we need to check on our friends more. Um, one, One thing I can say about Ebony and I, every single day we talk. When I say every day, and we can tell by the other one's voice, even if the other one don't say anything, but have somebody that you can reach out to because, yeah, it's, I mean, look at Irv Gotti. Like I say, he's human. Yeah, he's done great things. The man is a genius, but he's still at the end of the day, a human who is also being affected by what's going on in the world. And when you're being affected like that, you know, you're going to act out emotionally and you can snap. All right, so I just wanted to play a, a quick video of her, you know, speaking to her daughters. <sighs> My mind's made up just to go an extra mile. I want to back chilling. That's simply in Responsibility is to be a better me. Go me. I'm going to be, I'm going to be a better me, They're going to be some strong young women, y'all hear me? They're going to need some prayer, but she she got them prepared. She was a, 
that song right there shows what type of female she was. She, mm. she wasn't a weak woman. And she taught them not to be weak. That one song right there is going to grow them into the women they need to be. That's not to say that they're not going to face things. That's not to say that they're not going to have to go through a whole lot of stuff. But what that is going to say is that they are prepared to get through it. Any last words, Ish, before we get a move on? Yeah, just keep them babies in y'all prayers. That's mm. all we can do. Um, do they have a GoFundMe or anything for them, y'all? Um, I think they do. Yeah, all six of them have um, separate GoFundMe's, and then there's one that's that support. They're called the what are they called? The Super Six. Yeah, I'm here in Philly. Six, charm. six charm. The six, six charms. Six charms. Okay, maybe um, uh, is can can we run it, T? I'll put it um in the link underneath the video after this airs. Okay. And again, if anybody is out there facing any domestic violence, please call the National Domestic Violence Hotline. Support and resources and advice for your safety is 24-7. The number is 800-799-SAFE. Again, 1-800-799-SAFE. All right. I post that link for their GoFundMe in the description of this video. All right, now, do you want to uh, introduce <laughs> from there? <laughs> These shenanigans. You go from there, yeah. We, this is shenanigans hour. This is the shenanigans hour. This is where we open the door for the shenanigans. As um, this is this is going to this is going to be the ones that start to open up the floodgates in the comments. We're gonna. This is where we're going to start to whew, decompress, get out of our get out of our our bag. Our, our tearful bag and, and discuss some real life shit. So this is where we're going with it, right? Um <laughs> hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on now. I'm gonna just start the video and then we'll Yeah, just start the video because it's going go on through. from there. Feel like I gotta choose between my child and my marriage. And the shit getting old. It getting very old and frustrating. Between your child and your marriage, what are you doing? Why are we like what's going on? I ain't recording because no, 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 you ain't dropping that shit. I don't <laughs> you know what I did? So who's right and who's wrong? Let's get you know, into it. Do you oh, know what I did? Hey. I went on a Thursday, y'all, when we talked about this, I didn't hear the whole thing. 
She said, fuck your child? Yes. I told you, KD. Oh, no, that's too far. I bought the shoes. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Bought the shoes? No, no. Uh-uh. Let's get right into yeah. it. Let's smack right down into it. Out of pocket. If you haven't heard, the young the, the, her, her husband, who she is now with, owes, get, pays child support every month of $500. Not only is he paying child support, but child called and asked, could they get him some, could he get a pair of shoes? The wife is saying, if you buy these shoes, you got to get out. As the video proceeds, you see him, her packing up his shit right. if he buys them shoes. Right. Who do you think is right or wrong? Do you think the man should be paying child support and going on and buying these shoes? Or do you think the wife is right where $500 is enough? You don't got to, you, you better not buy no shoes. She don't need no more money. What, what, what she got is enough. Um, Miss, Miss Karen. Mm -hmm. Now, when we spoke on this Thursday, like I say, I had not seen the entire video. Now I have been in that position and I told them on Thursday I would never put myself in that position again because what I figured before I heard the heifer call that girl, okay, before I saw all of that, what I was saying was if he's paying $500 a month, what if they were on a budget at their own home and that extra <laughs> money that he wanted for those tennis shoes is going to put them in a bind. Now, also, I said this, by him doing that, in her mind and in my mind, what that would be to me is he's giving the baby mama extra money. Here we go. That's like putting money into her pocket to go oh. and have her damn nail done when mine's sitting up here looking like a goddamn crow. So yeah, I said that it wasn't going to work that way. That don't matter to me. Yeah. I don't care about none of that. I got a responsibility to my child. $500 a month. If my child needs shoes, I'm paying for it. It don't matter if, I, if, if the money going to pay her nails. Do you not understand? $500 in this time of day ain't shit. Child care is more than $500. Gas is more than $500 a month to transport the little motherfuckers back to school and, and, and fun activities. Plus, that's still my child. Sorry. I don't care if I got to take from my home and I gotta eat peanut butter and jellies for a week. That's my child. Right. That's the sacrifice that I have to make when I when once we agreed that we were gonna have this child. And the moment that I married you as my wife, you assume the responsibilities that come along with me the same as I assume the responsibilities that come along with you. That's a part of our monthly household expense. My child. I can't just say to my child, son, daughter. Guadalupe, Colojado, I can't buy you shoes because I give your mom five hundred dollars a month. Because Ebony's been going on and going in. So child support is not to help pay for lights and rent, is it, y'all? Is child support for, for that? To help with that? Mm, no, Ebony is saying like help and, and see, this is what I'm saying right here. I say I never put myself in that position because that's what I feel like she's thinking. But like I told y'all Thursday, 
I've been in that position before. I was the one who would actually buy the extra for my stepkids because, like Nell say, if you sign up for that, if you sign up for that, when you marry a person and you know that they have those kids, you not only marry that person, you're marrying those children. All right, hold on, Katie. But my question was, if we had a baby and I'm paying you child support, are you allowed or supposed to use it on your electric bill or rent? Well, you're supposed to use it towards the household. That part of the household, because either way, it's going to be helping the child. So you just use it towards the household, whichever way you need to use it. Just don't use my shit at no nail shop. So I, I, I don't <laughs> care what you do today. I don't care because her paycheck. So, so the baby mama's paycheck that she makes too is going towards the child, right? Uh, well, home. she can take Cardinal. her paycheck and go to the nail shop. But this is the thing, Cardinal. All the expenses that that child is living under that roof and being taken care of by that one parent, right? It's well over five hundred dollars. Man, listen. All so I'm I, I don't. I can't ration out. I'm giving money to support my. Not if they section eight. Hold on now. Hold, hold on now. If I gotta pay your rent and your electric bill, I'm going to go get snipped. Okay. I get it. I get all that. Right. The moment that money leaves my 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 account, my check or whatever, I'm hopefully under the impression that my child is being taken care of. When I pull up, my child's always clean, my child's healthy, my child don't so so, so this is so this is what I'm saying. Hold, hold on, hold on. So this is what I'm saying. So now so say she used your child support money to pay her rent or to pay her light bill. But when you see your kid, your kid is dirtier than a motherfucker okay. and has an eight in a couple days. Then I'm then it's a, it's a that's and that's a real issue right there. All that's right. a that's the issue where now I see that and I gotta do the next best thing. I gotta pull my child out of them situations. It ain't even a conversation about where my money going to. I just I understand. That this just is not the place my child is going to be in the in the best environment for themselves. It ain't an argument. It ain't a you ain't this, you ain't shit. No, it's it's clear that you can't handle this on your own. This money is not yeah, enough. Yeah, that was my point right there. Because so issues I've seen where they get this money for those children, and children look like shit, but they always look on top of the world. See, yeah, that's you, what burned me up right there. This thing though. That's the thing. We it, it, it's a sticky situation because young kids go out and play and get dirty and look crazy. No, I'm not talking about in that matter. I'm, I'm I mm -hmm. mean that the hair groomed and stuff, the basic stuff. I'm 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 not talking about playing in the dirt. Dirt. No, I mean like. But this the thing. To the I, think we, I think what's lost in translation is money ain't everything. Yeah. I don't care if I'm giving a thousand dollars a month. As a man, as their father, regardless if child support is coming out, there's a responsibility that I still owe to them. I know. Haircuts, he, I don't think you're following what I'm I, saying. Though, think, even if they, even if I see, even if I'm getting money, and it's still, and they still look a mess, right? Mm -hmm. There's still a part of me that's still responsible for them as well. That money coming out, thank the end all be all of my relationship with them. That's just covering expenses, whatever that may be. 
I'm still that's what I'm saying. So I door you give this extra money for those. I don't for, care if it's extra. It ain't extra to me. See that that's what I'm saying. T as a man, and you have given extra money, and you're paying child support. But when you see your child, the hair is not kempt. You know what I'm saying? Have on rackly clothes. Have on um, shoes from Walmart. You know what I'm saying? But yet you gave the extra money right. for the shoes. I mean, wouldn't that bother you that right. you're giving right. the money to her, but the child is still not? Right, right, Katie. Right, Katie. That would bother me, and that would be like Nella said when I go and remove the child and take the child myself. Yeah. But, but too, look, you got to understand. But how many men actually do that? Yeah, this, a, lot, a lot don't, but that's, I don't. But that's, that's, the, that's my point. That's the this, best. We're not going to say who don't do it. We're going to say if that was the situation, right? Mm-hmm. I still got to, regardless of monetary, I still got a responsibility to my child if I'm in the home, if I'm not. That's still my mm-hmm. child. I don't care if I'm giving extra money. They got a place to stay. They safe. They haircut and cut. Okay. They got on dirty Walmart sneakers. Okay. They got a, a roof over their head, which is expensive. You, They got food in their mouth. Expensive. Things are expensive. $500 ain't covering expenses. So, right? so, is, so, so hold on. Let me ask each Each, Is this more of a question of her not wanting him to give the money to another female or her telling him what he can do with his own money, yeah. trying to be in control. I think it's I think it's definitely a control factor, and it could be a little bit of both. For the simple fact mm-hmm. that you know, um, sometimes it, it can be looked at as you know him providing that one little amount should be enough. This is what the court is saying. This is what our household is able to, you know, give at this time, and and so therefore you're not giving. Her nothing extra, you know what I mean? And All then, right. you know, she's being controlling of him and his money as well. So I think she's wrong all the way around the board for the simple fact that you can't tell a man what to do with his money, number one. That's that's first and foremost, sis. That's where you lost a lot of brownie points. Matter of fact, that's where they all went down the toilet. Um, you can't control a man and his money. And then secondly, you know, you're showing him that being his significant other, his wife or whatever she was, that you don't give a fuck about him for the simple fact that you saying fuck his kids. Sis, what? Like, yeah. Yeah, Yeah, I got got certain words and certain phrases that once you say it's a rat. And and even when you do say that phrase, make sure you say it over the, like, all the way down (laughs) It's time to be a rat. I've seen in the comments a couple of people back. Somebody said he he's okay, he's right, but he shouldn't have never brought that to her. I, I don't got to sneak around for my child. If you know, I got a child. I'm not sneaking. I'm if if I tell you I'm buying my child some sneaks, that's what it is. It, it, we can have a conversation about it, and the conversation may go a little bit like this, hun. How you doing? Um. um Cologido and, and, and Guadalupe, they need a pair of sneaks. I was thinking about getting them a pair of Nikes and a pair of Jordans. I'm letting you know that tomorrow I'm probably going to come home late because I'm stopping by the sneaker store. Right. It ain't no, I'm asking you for permission. I'm not, it. it it's out of respect that I'm going to say, I'm taking a few dollars out the account. If we got a joint account, just so you know, if you got it, if you need to ledger it all out, 
But at the end of the day, I'm going to take care of my kids by all means necessary. I'm not going to let somebody else dictate how I take care of my kids. Okay. Right? Because mm -hmm. at the end of the day, they're my children. I don't care about if the if I don't care about if your nails ain't done, then that's something I got to work a little bit harder for and sacrifice a little bit more. But at the end of the day, my child is going to get what they need. Five hundred dollars, a thousand dollars, or two thousand dollars. If my child calls, or the mother of my child calls and says this is what is needed, then Darnell is going out and doing what Darnell needs to do. Yeah. And I cannot solely rely on her to do everything. I have to step up and be an intricate part as their father that I need to be. So to answer the question about if the kids look a mess, even if I'm spending extra money, then you know what? That just means I need to step up a little more. That means she needs a little bit more help. I need to go take them to, to their weekly hairdresser appointments and barbershop appointments every week. That means I need to, I need them, I might need to go to the house and say, you know what? Mm -hmm. Let me let me get the load of clothes. I'm gonna do the clothes this week. I'll wash the clothes. Just put them in a the bag. When I come pick them up, I'll wash them, fold them, and make sure they get back to you so they can have clean clothes. Whatever the case is it case may be, needs to be, that's what it's gonna be. It ain't gonna be no if, ands, or buts about it. Because ultimately, who suffers? Kids. Not the adults. Mm -hmm. The kids. The kids are the ones who are the ones put in the middle of this unnecessary drama. The kids don't need to suffer. And people can say, no, well, it's easy for you to say you don't got no kids. I was a child, I was a kid that had that was on child support. If the money was sent and she needed to pay whatever she needed to do, and she still had a husband, it was taken care, it doesn't matter. Because there's things that the that the other party does at the house where the kids at that you may never see or do. And your five hundred dollars, your little five hundred dollars ain't covering all that. They got cable, mm -hmm. they got cell phones, they got tablets, they got all the latest electronics and 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 like doohickeys. That shit more than five hundred dollars. Mm -hmm. So if you say I need some sneakers, boo boo, we gonna get some sneakers tomorrow. You riding with me or not? <laughs> That's what mm -hmm. it would have been. Mm -hmm. Sure, she said you can get out. See, I, I, I guess I see you, and I see you. Peace. Well, uh, she, she would have been peace, peace out when she said, "Fuck you and your child." I right. mean, you know, thankfully, I don't think as many females out there that way. I will hope not. Like Ebony say about yo, you, you know, got too much trust in OKD. Most females out here like that. Well, maybe so, but like I said, you know, when with with my step kids, anything they wanted, they would come to me before they went to their dad, and that's no lie. I mean, because I knew what I was getting into, and there is no way that I would have said no to them, and there ain't no way in the world. I, uh, mm. Mm -mm. I think that's just the type of female she is. Yeah, and it shows fun. how weak he is when he up there, baby, don't do that. I mean, they just <laughs> toxicity right there. Yeah, she definitely was in control of that. Uh, he should have slapped the shit out of her when she said, fuck your child. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was no, no domestic violence. <laughs> now, do you, is it, did you only have a problem with that because she said, fuck your kids? Would you would have had a problem if if we really went outside and and I sent her five hundred, but I gotta buy my child some sneaks and I took from the home budget, would you have a problem with that aspect of it, or do you more or less have a problem with the fuck your kid situation? 
as I said, I've been in that situation before and I never had a problem with my stepkids getting extra ever. Mm -hmm. I mean, because it's what I signed up for. Right. So no, I wouldn't have an issue with that. Mm -hmm. nice. Yeah, you did you would have an issue and he didn't take your ass to dinner though. <laughs> yeah, now I got to ride over there to the baby mama house. I better be looking more fly than their baby mama. That's all I'm gonna say. Then wow. it's gonna roll on over there. Why though? Is it a copy? Is it a competition? No, it's a chill. Oh no, I just want to make sure I'm looking fly. <laughs> but I will be making my own to make sure I look fly. That's for sure. All right, yeah. <laughs> All right, so but I think a, the question, another layer in this question: What if the mother couldn't handle the responsibilities of of her own home by herself? Would you allow her to move in to the home? Hell no. No. What the fuck? Isn't this? Isn't this what we're going to transition to the next part of part two? I would With the baby mom in the back seat. I wouldn't. Yeah. yeah. I would never have my baby mom living together. <laughs> Thank you, Lord Jesus. Y'all don't 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 y'all pass that angel part right there, okay? Don't don't act like y'all don't see that angel. <laughs> that, <that's my laughs> yes, you are, Katie. Thank you, nephew. No, see he. He's the same age as my stepkids, and he know what I did for them. What you was about to say, though, Ish? Um, I don't even remember. <laughs> All right, so I don't we, even remember. We could we could wrap this up. Mama in. What you say now? You moving the baby mama in? Oh, oh yeah. Ooh. No, that's I was like no. Mm. <laughs> and I'm not moving. Although Neil, I do know a situation I, where that I, exist. I, I would help fill out some applications and shit for I would housing. Sleep outside before I went to my baby mom's house and slept there with her and her new dude. Like I would sleep outside. Like I say, I know where it did exist and think it still does from time to time where the baby mama stay in the house with them. Absolutely. That's crazy. Mm -hmm. More yeah. power to them. That's all I gotta say. You, li you lining yourself up. So that, that does that does that now lead us to part two of domestics and kids? We had another we had another thing that we talked about on Thursday. Um, when we talked about we, KD shared a video of a young lady in the front seat cursing her boyfriend out because he picked up his baby mom with her in the car to take her and the child to a doctor's appointment. How do y'all feel about that? What's up, ladies? Yeah, when I first saw that video, yeah, no. Yeah, no. First of all, I think I think we established that there was no problem with him giving his baby mom a ride anywhere or him taking his baby mom and the kid anywhere or them doing anything together. I think we established that from my point of view, right? But I think where the problem came I in at... I can't, I can't let you glide past what you just said because that's a small <laughs> a small portion what? you're going to agree with that I I can agree with you hanging out with your baby mom and doing what you got to do. It's going to be yeah. a small portion of women that's okay with that. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, you know, you you have to do what it is that you have to do to care for your child. And if that means that y'all have to go places right. together, talk on the phone together, parent together, co-parent together, by all means, do that, right? right? I'm all for it because that's what it takes. Two parents, two parents to raise a kid. However, if we about to go pick up baby mom, you should let somebody know in advance. You can't just, baby mom just can't hop in the car like, what's up? Um, excuse me? No, all right. No. All right, Ish, what if you the baby mom? Are you taking a ride? I'm going to be like, yo, did you, tell your, did you tell your chick that I'm coming? <laughs> and if you ain't going to tell her, then I'm going to tell her. That's just how, this is just how you're supposed to operate. Like, that is so uncool because not there may not be any bad blood. There may not be. It, it's just out of mutual respect for both parties to just say, hey, listen, I'm about to go pick up my baby mom. She needs to take the baby to the doctors, you know, all of that stuff. I'm just wanting to let you know that we about to go pick her up. For so, her to just be hopping in the car like that. Mm -mm. So so I'm going to let you answer this question because I know what um, Miss Karen is going to say down there. <laughs> <laughs> So, if he does one of these th activities and he doesn't make you aware of it, and then you find out about it, is he automatically guilty of them fooling around? No, no. Parent, no. Okay, <laughs> nephew, that's where the wings come off right here. <laughs> Fuck that. Call a goddamn Uber. Hell no. Take care of that child. I don't care about all of that. Trust me, I will help by the child, but I be goddamn if I'm gonna be riding in the car with her. I be damn if you're gonna have to be taking her here. Hell no, Uber, Uber her ass there and meet her at the doctor's office or whatever. But hell no. What if, you, what if you the baby mom, uh, Karen? You, I, are you? Are well, you I'm not gonna even right? call for the ex. No, no, he he just see you. You walking down the street, you know. I don't want him to pick me up. You got to keep going. Hell no. Just keep riding past you. No. You heard that. Just keep riding past you. Keep on riding. I I I would turn my head like I don't even see. I don't want to ride. I just want to make sure that Katie is walking, y'all. She not she not accepting the ride. No. All right. So how about this? How about how about if you are the how about if you're the baby mom or you're you're the no actually you're the girlfriend and we're riding past. And I said, "Oh shit, we on our way to the doctor. I'm, I gotta, I gotta meet with Guadalupe mom because we taking her to the doctor because she's been real sick. And we ride past, and she's standing on the bus stop with the baby. Do I can I pull over and pick her up and take her to the doctor's with you in the car? Would you have a problem with that? No, I wanna no, not in mm -hmm. that situation. Mm -mm. That's almost like what it was. He just." He on his way. He had his girlfriend. She was on it. They was on their way to take it into doctor's office. He stopped and got his girl so she could know what was going on. And she spazzed out and wilded out. All right. All right. Hold on. Because I want to address what Diana said in the, in the chat. She said, why the secret? So is it a secret if you might just want to avoid the confrontation? Is it, are y'all still? Well, yeah, you're intentionally hiding it, but if it's some shit that just happened, then it's not a secret. Like, you know, just some shit. Oh, 
No, it's intentional. He's like he he don't have nothing going on with his baby mama, nothing. But he has to take her and the kid to the doctor. But he's not gonna say nothing to you because he don't want to argue about it. So he just go and do it, and then he come back home. Is that a secret? Yeah, that's a secret. You feel the same way, KJ? Yeah, I mean, if if you omitting facts, and then I find out about it later on, like, um. You know, I saw Nail, I saw T at the doctor with so-and-so the other day. Oh, you did? Well, I didn't even know the baby was sick. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's a violation right there. And I and I get not wanting to bring it up for the fact that you don't want to go through no drama about some shit that you're not even doing. Like, I get that. But then let her, if she finds out, it's going to look exactly like that. It's going to yeah. look like you're hiding something and that you do have something going on with her. Mm -hmm. So therefore, you know what I mean? Just be like, listen, I'm about to do X, Y, and Z. All right, I ain't trying to hear that shit and just keep it moving. So yeah. every but at least you had told her. So is every conversation that you have with your child's mother and or father supposed to be then converse with your mate? No. No. So if so that's that's the question. So every time you conversate with your child's mother, are you keeping a secret? So your 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 current um relationship with the conversation was right. Is, are you keeping a secret? Right. I get what oh. you're saying, but the conversations they flow freely. He's saying I'm intentionally omitting this because I don't want to get into no interaction with you. Mm -hmm. Conversations happen all day long, especially with kids, school shit, sports shit, doctor shit. Clothes shit, sneaker shit. No, you don't got to check in and tell me every conversation that's being had. Those are spur of the moment things that you and the, the other parents, are, you guys are co-parenting. But when you are intentionally omitting something, because I'm, I, we about to go do X, Y, and Z, and you are omitting that because you don't want me to react, then that's keeping a secret. Okay. And now, however, if you having a conversation with him, about extra money then yeah that's a conversation i need to know that you had because that's gonna affect our budget or whatever now just uh yeah. <laughs> that's a conversation right there <laughs> like say they they needed glasses they need braces they need yeah then i need to know okay i spoke with so and so today um you know junior need glasses you know because that's something that the household need to know about. That would be a costly expense. Who, who, where y'all working at? Walmart? <laughs> like, what do you mean? Oh, oh, if you get into a relationship with somebody that got kids, don't you understand that the kids always going to need something? Right. So to, for me to say to you every time, and they come first, races, I mean, they Junior, come first. Glad, Junior needed some socks. They, they come it, first for that budget. Why is it a, why do we have to budget for something that you know is already there, I got because a you're in a household right. with your wife. Yeah, but you and understand, that, that. and something that costly braces cost a lot of money. Something that costly need to be discussed with your but mate. Need to be discussed, or am I just telling you? <laughs> and yes, the kids it's do come done. first, but. If it's something like that that is coming out of that household because it's not a kid that you have inside that household where you would know already. That's 
our kid that is outside of the household, we got an extra expense that has come. Not that it's going to be anything wrong with it, but out of respect, fact, you know what I'm saying? That's a big respect thing right there. All right. So what if, what if, all right, that's cool. I, get, I get that. So and what happens if every, let's, let's say I choose to go out one day and buy myself a pair, before I stopped home, I stopped at the mall and got me a pair of sneaks. That's my, that's my vice. I went and did that. I didn't talk to you about it. I went and did it. That would be okay. Right. Cause it's for me. Right. right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Why? If that's coming out the household expenses, I'm buying something that's coming out of expenses. I gotta tell. I don't gotta tell you about something I need, I want, but I gotta tell you about something that my child needs. Are we gotta it's, discuss that again? It's out of a respect to me. So I don't gotta. Yeah. I don't have to show you respect when I go out here and spend two hundred fifty dollars on a pair of Jordans. Right. But I gotta show you respect on something I gotta spend seventy five dollars on for him. Out of respect, I would say. <laughs> Because I think, no, I, I don't mean to cut you off, but I th here's what I think Katie is trying to say, right? You and I are a unit. We're a unit. Every And this is our unit, right? We have a household. We have bills. We have cars. We have savings. We have whatever, right? We allot a certain amount of money for child support. We allot a certain amount of money for X, Y, and Z, whatever, whatever. She, what she's basically saying is if she wants to buy a purse for her, sure, she might go out and get a little purse, right? If you go out and you buy some sneakers, then cool, whatever the case may be. But you guys both still know what your unit's pop is, right? But what she's saying is, is the child, yes, right? is getting child support or whatever the case may be, but that is outside. It's your, it's a unit. Yes. But it's outside of the household. So I think she's just saying, just be respectful and say, Hey, but I mean, not, not even that each, I mean like shoes or something like that. Yeah, that's fine. But when it comes to the child's right. something pertaining to healthcare, because we all know that healthcare is costly when it's something of a big bill like that. She just saying being respectful just to just to let let us let us let us agree on this together. And I think do I do I have to agree to do I have to agree with her to bring the Louis Vuitton bag and that nope. cost hundred? <laughs> nope. nope. Or is that okay? Yep, that's okay because it's not about another woman. <laughs> that's the whole because you're surprising her. I mean, you are surprising her. So I mean, like she may come in with you a pair of sneakers. Hey, Katie, hey, Katie, Katie, ain't we surprising her when we bought our other child outside of this house a pair of drawers? Ain't we surprising her too at that time? Ain't that a surprise too? Yeah, ain't but it's surprising in the wrong but, way. <laughs> my, my main question is, my main question with that whole thing is, are we not mature enough to understand what comes with being a parent? Right. That there are going to be expenses that can't be controlled. There are going to be expenses that come up all the time. There are going to be things that that child needs outside of child support. Are we not mature enough to understand that? Are we not mature enough that I am a responsible parent willing to do any and everything it takes to make sure that my child always has? So given that, why do I have to explain if that's understood? 
It's not that you have to explain. Only thing I said is if y'all have a mutual respect towards each other, it's out of respect. That's, what That's it all is. I'm saying. If you buying her something, cool. If you buying somebody else something, not cool. <laughs> it's, it's, it's out of respect. Plain and simple. It's out of respect. No, that's the, that's a lot of respect right there. If you buy her something cool, buy somebody else something. Nice. But I think too, I think Nell is speaking from as always, and I say this a lot, Nell, you are definitely speaking from a solid man's point of view because there are people who balk at you know, $300 for child support and don't want to do that and 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 wish they baby mom would ask for something different. You know, for you, it's so effortless. You know what I mean? And women have to deal with the fact that they are just simply not getting enough, period. You know what I mean? So, you know, I love your point of view because it's always coming from the, the way that it should be coming from, like that of a solid man, of a good, mm -hmm. a good father, a good protector. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? But there is always, you know, that other side of the coin, unfortunately, that is just not so um, together, let's just right. say. And it from the woman's point, and from the woman's standpoint, too, because, you know, he could be given 500 plus an extra you know 400 in sneakers and shoes and all of that and she could be misappropriating the funds and doing whatever and then that's a whole shit show on the other end too so you mm -hmm. know it's just it's just a real crazy situation sometimes you know the co-parenting i think what i'm trying to help under be understood is there when we get into situations when we when we get into people's lives we have to understand what that looks like with totally. It ain't just this on the surface. It's deeper than the surface. If you get into a relationship with somebody that has kids, there there's an expectation that they should take care of their kids. Right. Not take care of their kids based upon what the system says. But but hold on, hold on now. We we can't say it's an expectation for them to take care of the kids because a lot of people be with people and they don't be taking care of they fucking. No kids. no no, I get it. I get it. <laughs> but no, but in this situation with the get with the gentleman with the five hundred dollars, he's taking care of his responsibility yeah. based yeah. upon what the court says, right? Right. But then he also wants to do what he needs to do to yeah. make sure that his child has shoes. Right. And his partner should also be aware of that. That regardless of what this five hundred dollars going to cover, whatever, that child still needs things, and mm -hmm. if I need to take care of my child, whatever that expense may be, I got to do what I got to do. Not the moment I want to do when I need uh, the moment I have to do extra, I get put out, or I get reprimanded, or I get or or or, or I'm, I'm 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 looked upon as being less than. That's where the problem comes in. At right. it's like you as my partner. You knew what it was. But then, too, where's the responsibility and the maturity to say, let him do him? Because that child needs his father, and it still needs to be taken care of, regardless of whatever he's given. All right, hold, hold on now, because um, I want to ask Ish about uh, Carmel's comment. So, Ish, th would that matter if he gave the money in hand or he bought whatever he's supposed to buy? Would that matter to you? Um, No. I don't think it would matter to me because I, I would trust him. I would trust him and his judgment. 
You know what I mean? I would trust him. I would trust his judgment. And I would say, okay, if he's going to give her the money, then obviously he feels confident enough that she's going to utilize it for what it needs to be used for. You know what I mean? Um, so I don't think it would matter to me either way. All right, All right Katie, would you, would you, Katie, Katie, would you feel better if he went out and bought the shoes himself versus putting the money in her hands to do oh, it? Yeah, that would be a whole lot better. <laughs> yeah, totally. <laughs> because you're you're actually buying it for the child. I mean, yeah, but it's one it's 12, let's count, let's let's do simple math right now. It's 12 months out the year. I'm giving five hundred dollars a month, right? That child mm -hmm. needs sneakers probably every month. Hold on, hold on now. For twice a couple times, couple times a month. Hold on now, hold on now. So KD is saying because you're actually went and buying the sneakers. Even if he gave the mom the money, that could still go to buying the sneakers. So it could still be the same thing. Well. You know what? In that case, I mean, being that insistent on putting the money in the woman's hand, I would say that I would be doing like that woman packing your shit because by then I'm fucking doing it. Right. <laughs> so, so, so what if I got to get up? I, I mean, get because up. what's the big deal of if you because buy this? What happens I, mean, if I would have no problem with it, like I said. Right. But, so, KD, what if you called me? You're the child's mother. Isha's the child mother. You're my wife. Each calls me and said, no, school is Monday. It's Friday, it's Thursday, it's Wednesday, or whatever, right? He needs shoes. I can't afford the shoes. I can't, I don't got enough for the shoes. I did the, I did the uniforms. All right. I don't get paid until Wednesday. She said, All right, I got I'm, I can foot the bill or get it from somebody else. Just give it back to me. I'm putting the money in her hand because she already got them. Right. I'm just doing whatever yeah. I need to do. Nothing it wrong matter. with that. Nothing wrong same with that thing. at all. <laughs> there is nothing wrong with that. It's the same thing. How can we tell somebody what to do with the money once we give it to them? We can't well, tell like somebody. I say, you know, is <laughs> hey again that, now you're talking to a stepmom who bought her stepkids anyway. You're talking to a stepmom who bought her stepkids anyway. But like, the moment we start putting an expense like that came out. Then my then husband and I we we discussed you know he he always told me well so and so need glasses we're gonna have okay you know I got no problem with uh so and so need this okay okay you know we're gonna do it but he did it out of respect not in my permission because he's mm -hmm. gonna do for those kids but out of respect a lot of respect more but it, it seemed like the other guy showed respect as well because <laughs> for example yes what he was trying to do, that he was going by the shoes, or the conversation about, can you get the shoes, too? Well, like I said, now, old girl was totally out of order on that one. I mean... Are we out of order when we... All right, so, is there a level of... Is there a level that we have to obtain by when we know we're getting ourselves into? Because y'all always tell us, women always put to tell us, if you want to get with me, and I got kids, it's a package. And understand what come with that, all right? So if it's a package with when it comes to us getting with the women, is it also not a package when you get with a man that got kids? No, exactly. Yeah, well, that's the one. Of course, So if that's the Any case, you already know that kids are ex an expense. Yeah, but they are a liability. Hold on, now these is my kids and those is your kids. <laughs> That's what she gonna say to you. <laughs> a paycheck, and I can do what it is. I choose. You can't do it like that. 
now once y'all come together with kids, you join those kids together because you become a family. Absolutely. So if that's the case, if we're a family, hold on, no, because I want to stay right there. Do people always do that when those other kids don't live with y'all? Hell no. Your other kids that don't live with y'all, she is not treating them like that. Not all the time. Don't act like As I said, the children are always working now. Yeah. Am I inviting the mama to the house? No. That ain't going down. Well, I'm Bob. I care whatever. I'm sorry. Me out. But I think any real woman is not going to want or even want to deal with a man who is not going to do everything in his power to provide for his children, whatever That's that right. may be. Because it shows that he's a strong man. Right. It's bullshit. <laughs> I mean, what? What? I mean, how? But how though? Because I mean, you what got woman... out here niggas that did be to their children, and they got four kids by this nigga, and she he got right, six because by, they're by... being selfish. Right. I agree. They think they could change them. Right. Oh, he get with me. I'm gonna change him. He gonna right. pay my child support. Right. He gonna pay shit. Right. Then when you get a nigga that's willing that want to take his, you tell that man, if you buy that man, that kid some sneaks, you got to get out. That's weird to me. Why are you being weird to me? <laughs> What's up, Katie? You ready? Yep. I am ready. I am ready. And um, y'all, on Thursdays, we all meet. But there was a post that Nail shared in our group. And I decided to go with that, but I'm going to put a little twist on it. So I want y'all to follow me into storyland. Um, one of the hosts shared this story with us, a post that he saw. And I'm just going to put it into a story form because, as Neil always say, I am a narrative, right? So follow me here. We got two very good friends pretty close friends, and um, my friend, I'm just going to say it like this, Ebony, I'm, I'm, I'm going to use us on this baby, okay? Yeah. Me and Ebony are friends. Ebony put her husband out, okay? Ebony's husband comes to live with me. <laughs> okay? Wait a minute now, just, just let me do this, okay? I know how it went. Because it started out, my friend's husband, okay? She put the husband out, the husband come live with me. Now, the reason that she put it, put the husband out was the husband gave her herpes. So she put the husband out. Then the husband come over, sets it up on me. Now, how come he's not concerned about my health? Now, this is the reason, ladies, listen to me good. Listen to me good. He gave her herpes, but then the friend confessed that she gave the husband the herpes, but he didn't know that. So he's back sitting with her, giving her herpes, and she's saying that he don't even know that she gave it to him. Why is he not concerned about her health? Now, what I said was he knows very well where he got that herpes form from 
The guys have a different view of it, but I say he know that he got herpes from her. He ain't saying anything, but for her to be messing with her man's husband, her friend's husband, that's the part that got me. Ladies, what do y'all think about a female that will first of all mess with her friend's husband, but then pass along herpes, knowing that it's going to send it to her friend anyway? Hold on, Katie. So do he even know that he got herpes? That's... Didn't the post say that now? It seemed like he did know. Yeah, from the post, it seemed like he, he put him on because of what? She he contracted her. She could. All right. So paraphrase what Katie said. She but gave friend, her. Ebony had herpes, right? She got it from her boyfriend. Her her boyfriend. Her boyfriend. She then put her boyfriend out. Her boyfriend went to go live with KD. But in that process of him putting her out, the reason how he got the herpes was from KD. KD had it first. Gave it to him. He took it home, gave it to Ebony. Ebony said, nigga, get the hell out. You and Herpy. So he came to go live with Karen. Karen says, damn, I know why she put him out. Because of Herpes. Herpes is the reason why she put him out. And I know where he got the Herpes from. He got it from me. But why is he not telling me that he has Herpes? Is he not concerned about my health and well-being? Because he does not know that he got that's herpes from what me. The question is, <laughs> he knows he has herpes. Well, he don't know where he got not herpes. Not me that he has it, but he's still sexing me. Because he don't know so where her question. They don't know where he got why it. Why is he not? Why is he not concerned about my well-being enough to tell me that he has herpes? Ma'am, you that's wasn't concerned about nobody's well-being. So how dare you? Right. I'll say he know where he got it from. He he know where he got it from me. He know. Nasty so, ass. Nasty uh, ass. Yeah. Like, and you cheating with your friend's husband. Nobody's practicing safe sex, stepping outside of their marriage. Right. Like, somebody had to know that they had something. And even if they don't, like, you're going to know at some point. Like, if you don't know that you got it or you're a carrier of it, you're going to know at some point. So... What the hell is going on? <laughs> I can't get over being the friend part. Right. I like, mean, this is just a clusterfuck. Y'all know that just happens a lot, though, right? I do know that happened a lot. You yeah. know, um, when I was in the medical field, a lady was going to have surgery and she had to give her own blood because of her religion. Very nice lady in her early 60s married went to give her own blood and we had to give her the news that she was hiv positive she didn't even know her husband had infected mm -hmm. her mm -hmm. yeah. Mm -hmm. so yeah it it happens it happens yeah, it happens. yeah. so what kind of like i think i think and lost here is the the the, the original question was she asked why is he not? Why did why did he not tell me he has herpes? Is he not concerned about my well being and safety? Wait, wait a minute, is she concerned about his well being and safety? Right, that's what I said. Like, you're not caring about your friend. You ain't caring about her husband. You ain't caring about nobody. So now you want somebody to care about you, though. That's the whole everything. Question. That's wild. Everything said, and my friend Reggie. Now, Reggie, you know this one. 
we're just ratchet tonight, Ebony. But yeah, that's a ratchet pool move right there. That's a ratchet move. So are y'all mad at him for not saying anything now? I ain't mad at him. Mm -mm. Cause he knows mad at him for not saying anything to her. Right. I mean, I feel like that's just continuing the fucking nasty cycle. Like at some point, somebody gonna have to say, "Listen, I don't know what." Yeah, that would be wrong of him. But he he know he got it from that nasty helpful. But he might know. Right, and and maybe he don't know. But then that's that's saying that okay. You stepping out on your wife raw, not just with one person, but now this technically can be maybe another person bringing into the mix, like because if you don't know who you might have gotten it from, you know what I mean. So it's just being very careless here. Okay, very so careless. what's wrong with that narrative that he don't know that he got it from her, which means he's more than likely sexually active with even more people. Well. He's giving it to his wife already. The wife put him out. So he figured, okay, this one right here is my next one that I know love me. I'm just going to go on and set her up. Hell, I'm just going to infect her. Too. He just don't care at this point. Wait a he don't care. You he's just smashing for a place to live? <laughs> I mean, well, see, he his thinking is, well, I've given it to my wife. I don't have sex with her, so she already got it. That's his thinking by now. But right. until she says something to me, I don't, you know, it's just that. But he figured he already done gave it to her anyway. I don't know, man. This story is all over the place. <laughs> and the fact that people are in real life, forget this story. The fact that people are in real life. Having to deal with this stuff, yeah. I mean, it's a sad situation. I've seen it a couple times where women had to find that out, and men. It's not, it's sad. It's two people to blame here, and there's one victim. And the victim is the wife. As the victim, not only is she being victimized by her husband bringing home um, a a disease and giving it to her, but also her best friend. She who at all costs should know better. Not only should she know better in sleeping with her her husband, but also she should have the, the that friend code the, the saying, what's mine is mine and it's not yours. But then also being able to speak up and saying, I know where this came from. Or to safeguard yourself. Because I got it and you sleeping with this man. Right. Even if your friendship is over at that moment. If you care and you vitalize and you and you 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 prioritize your friend as being a friend in your life, and you stop at that right there at the moment, right? And say, hey, I want you to know that I am sleeping with your husband, as hard as that may sound to you. And the reason why I'm telling you is because I'm carrying a disease that if it comes to you, will affect you as well. And I love you just oh. enough to make sure that you don't get infected. But the friend don't but the friend don't care. And it's one of those situations where it's almost like I want everybody to get it that can because I got it. Yeah. And, but I want but I now want you to be concerned about my well-being and tell me you got this. But now I would suggest going to that friend, telling that friend that because your ass gonna die right then and now. I will, I will, I will snap. 
if my friend came to me and said that, I I mean, I would snap. Until I can cool down. If my friend came to me and said, told me, I'm sleeping with your wife. And I want you to know this before you speak with her again. I'm infected with whatever I'm infected with. Monkey pops, HIV, herpes, whatever. I'm going to respect that. Shit. You know why? I'm catching they the case. With me yet. Right. And they telling me on the strength of I know what I did with them. I ain't got to be friends with them ever again, but I respect it enough that you came to me when she ain't have enough, when she ain't have enough God to. We, that's why I don't put people on pedestals. The moment you put someone on a pedestal, you never think they could do this to you. So you 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 right. become unconscious unconscious of what is really going on. Right. Then you then you don't want to realize. Oh, my best friend did me wrong, along mm -hmm. with my boyfriend or my husband. Mm -hmm. Right. She has she she owes it to both of them to be honest. She was mm -hmm. wrong and she was wrong on all facets. One, not protecting him. Right. Mm -hmm. Because she infected somebody new. She is she is the criminal in this investigation. Mm -hmm. She's the pastor on her. Mm -hmm. So it's her responsibility if she's going to sleep with him, knowing that that's her best friend's husband, and he's going to take her home to somebody that I'm supposed to love and care about, my best friend, then you wrong on all fronts. Awesome. Yes, he well, has. He, he showed not to be a friend by even messing with him. I mean, that showed right. the type of person yeah, she absolutely. is. Anyway. Absolutely. But then, too, he also has a responsibility as well to protect his woman. He he failed to do so. His yeah. repercussions are he's no longer with her. Mm. Now, do he have that same responsibility to this jump off that he do to his woman? Right. If, if I can speak with you and you sleeping with me on a regular, you don't respect her, but right. you want me to respect you? Right. That's where y'all exactly. get messed up. Y'all think somebody going to leave home when they're not. Right. Exactly. I think somebody mm -hmm. gonna treat y'all the way that they treating somebody else. They not. Mm -hmm. You're not. No, because if they cheated yeah. right there, what make you think you so special? She didn't care about her friend. I totally agree with that, Neil. Yeah. She didn't care about her friend. She knew what she got. Uh -huh. She didn't care about her friend or him. That's right. She probably was wrong. She. You got a lot of people that once they get something like that, something like that, they they go on this rampage of of this just. I'm gonna make sure everybody go through what I'm going through. Right. They become heartless, mm -hmm. emotionless. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> what else is there to have? They, they, there's nothing else that, in their mind. The next thing that they can that they're going to face is death. There's no there's no end all. There's an end all be all to this, and it's not a, a cure. So they're saying, "Shit, I'm gonna go out here and I'm gonna do what I can do." That's why it always goes back to, "How can I safeguard myself?" What can I do to put myself in a situation where if any of this comes about, I've always protected myself. Right. Now, damn, we don't expect our husbands to bring us nothing home or our wives to bring us nothing home. Right. We got to make sure that we, that we, that we also hold them accountable. Right. Got to hold people accountable. If you don't, it's shame on you. Right. Not shame on them. It's shame on you because you allowed them to do it to you. Right. 
So see, would you do like nail? And you would go to the man because look, look at what what Ebony said that uh, her her husband would have done if somebody would have said that to him about I slept with your wife. I'm telling you that ain't something that you want to tell somebody in person. That's the thing though, right? I would not do that regardless because of shoot me, regardless of my fight me, I still did what I had to do. Hmm. I mean, I would. I would I admit to it about I would tell them and let them know I just would not go to their face because I mean that type of news can make somebody snap. So so you texting them that okay? <laughs> no, I, I write a letter. I'm telling you not write a letter if my balls is big enough to go sleep with your fucking husband right. or your wife, then my balls gotta be big enough to confront you. That's all right. Right. Don't cop a plea now that you said that you hold on. So didn't they say that you supposed to deliver certain messages in person? Ain't that a thing? Right. That ain't one. That ain't one of them, KD. That's not one of them, I would think. All right, look, definitely not no text. Maybe how can I call, call you? Can. Yeah, you might. This next yeah. sentence might come out at my mouth and sound crazy. But how can you call me your friend if you can't come at me at my worst time? If I did something that was totally unfriendlike and slept with your slept with your wife, I should still be able to come to you and say, "I'm infected with this disease." I'm telling you before you 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 mess around with her because that's what's going on. And who's to say who else she's not sleeping with? Yeah. But I'm telling you before anybody else can tell you. Because it's my responsibility to tell you as one, as your friend, but as somebody who knows you personally, who knows what my status is. Stop playing with people. Like we again, that's why I be saying, people, you can't. You can't be gangsters with the fingers, with your Twitter fingers. You can't be gangster behind posts, like text messages. That ain't gangster. No, the I'm thing. just saying, though, something like that can make you snap. Like, like that guy yo, that type of shit can get you fucking killed. Right. But because right. people don't you do what you gotta do know it. what's going to happen. You putting in, you're endangering the lives of others that are under you. If I can't get to you, I'm going to look for your fucking people. So you don't under like y'all don't understand the world out here nowadays ain't so forgiving. Right. They not read no, no long paragraph text messages saying, right. Oh, they, they looking at that yeah. saying, what? this motherfucker ain't even have an opportunity to fucking call me or pull up on me. Let me right. go find him. If you did the crime, you let gotta, me go fucking yeah. you stand there and face that. If you did the crime, you gotta stand there and face that. And if you I'm gonna cut my face with it because if it's a rumble, it's a rumble. Right. If it's whatever, it's gonna be whatever. At least I know I'm handling that. Right. And whatever, I, whatever is going to be from that, it's going to be from that. But at the end of the day, you're not going to come out here and you're not going to box me in a box and have me, have me worrying about my family's well-being because that's what's going to happen. Right. People mm -hmm. don't play no more. Right. People ain't mm -hmm. taking that shit lightly. Y'all, y'all think y'all can just send a long paragraph and y'all can hide behind that. No, people get that shit pisses people off even more. Mm -hmm. Am I had to read that shit on the text? Right. You got you got my phone number. You could have called me and told me this. Right. 
I just think the initial would um, shocker would just make them. I mean, my personal opinion make you snap versus you when you read it. Yeah, you're gonna go off the handle. But if you can't get to the person who made you go off the handle, it's gonna give you time to think logically for your own reason and for your loved one. Because if you snap or make them snap or whatever, then you're gonna still hurt your loved ones. This is what y'all need to understand. The moment y'all take shit into y'all own hands and y'all and y'all be and y'all act grown, you gotta stand on being grown. Mm -hmm. The moment you go out here and you and you fire off one shot, you gotta real, you gotta be prepared for somebody to dump back sixteen shots back at you and mm -hmm. unload that clip. You can't tell them, oh, stop now because you already got one shot off. I shot one time. You only supposed mm -hmm. to shoot one time. No, they coming mm -hmm. how they coming. Mm -hmm. So the moment you step outside and you do something that ain't the fuck supposed to be done, you allow yourself to be put in any position that they gonna put you in. So what you gotta do is you gotta stand on it. However you gotta stand on it, stand on it. Right. We talk about mm -hmm. we we outside and we doing all this. Y'all don't understand what that means. Mm -hmm. So if I take if I if I pull up on you and say yo. I'm yo, I'm I'm coming to you on a strength. I'm coming to you on a strength because what happens is it not the same pain or even worse if you come to find out that I gave it to your wife and I didn't mm -hmm. tell you before you even had an opportunity to safeguard yourself. Right. What All happens right. if I was out? We was out in Miami. Shit got crazy. She ain't got, she ain't get back home yet. But I said, damn, I fucked up. Let me go home and tell this nigga what I did before his wife come back. And sleep with him and he think everything cool. Now I'm protecting you from any of that. Yeah, you can have beef with me for the rest of your life, but just know I'm protecting you from it. Now what's gonna come of it is gonna come of it. But at least you know Shorty is skank right. and she hot. Right. <laughs> right. Now, now I, you I ain't gotta be hot. That you just gotta really put her shit out. There's not many men who would do that. Not not but many gotta, women. But, but, but what's going to so happen? I so if I give it to you, if I it, so if I don't stand on that, and I and I send you a text message, are you not going to want to fucking kill me? Right. <laughs> you still gonna want to do it? Mm -hmm. So it's still going to mm -hmm. be there. Like that's why I said y'all gotta be y'all gotta be ready for these actions that y'all going to reciprocate mm -hmm. by doing this shit. Mm -hmm. If you can't do it, stay your ass on the porch. You can come outside, stay on the porch. <laughs> you know what I mean? You can still tell people you outside, but sit your ass on that porch. Don't come off them steps. Because the moment you step in them streets on that asphalt, it's a different world out there. Right. It's a different world out there. And y'all might say it's bullshit. Y'all might say it's, it's, it's you wouldn't do that in real life. You got some people who got to stand on what they got to stand on. They believe in that mm -hmm. because at the end of the day, that's what it is. Mm -hmm. And see, that that's what I'm saying too. Now, in today's world, I understand what you're doing. That's real big of you. And I mean, I, I can't say how much, how big of you that is. But in today's mm -hmm. world, in the real world, the way people are quick to bust up, you know, the bust on you. But that's what he's saying. He's saying, "Don't you can't do the first action then. <laughs> if, if you know that motherfuckers is crazy, don't do yeah. the first action. That's action, right, right. And that's the thing, too. And then not only that, sometimes you don't have a situation where it comes out such as this. You know what I mean? So the shit is just still happening and still circling because something that done happened, 
that never came out or it never came to fruition and light and everybody's still doing everything. And then you don't get a chance or opportunity to do it like this sometimes. And then it makes the matter even fucking worse. So it's like, the shit is just crazy. Like you shouldn't be doing it in the first fucking place. Yeah. Exactly. You know what I mean? In the perfect you know? world, they don't. But you know, we live in an imperfect world. Mm-hmm. Just that, that, put the gloves on, fellas. If you're gonna cheat, put the glove on. Hold up, hold up, on. ladies. Don't do that, KD. Don't do that. Don't say put the gloves on, because we ain't fucking our hands. Mm-hmm. Okay. Mm-hmm. Y'all but ladies, he was here. Yeah, we all gotta be careful. No, 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 no. Yeah, no, no. Hear me well. Protect yourself. He was married. He protect had a wife soul. to protect. She didn't have nothing to protect. So, females, if you're married, protect your husband. But I'm just saying, he was the one who was in the marriage, right. not her. Right. So right. it was his responsibility to protect his marriage. Mm-hmm. That's absolutely correct. But let's stop. Let's let's stop. Don't put just the onus on men. Women. I'll say it, women too. You have husbands if you're cheating. Protect your husband. Not if you cheating, ladies, walk around with fucking condoms in your pocketbook. If you fucking <laughs> don't, mm-hmm. don't be, don't, don't rely on a man to come with a fucking condom. Mm-hmm. Or even if he do, make sure that shit ain't broke. Make sure that shit ain't got right. holes in it. People crack out here. Crack. Mm-hmm. Make sure that shit ain't stale and old. You got some people who got condoms and they and they could be in good shape, but they could be stale and old. Yeah, they buy it from a little corner store. The corner store ain't checking the date. They giving you a mm-hmm. condom and gate, taking your dollar. You never know. You got to make sure that you're putting yourself in the most healthiest situations possible. We talked about this shit last week on the fucking show. Monkeypox is real. Mm-hmm. Yeah. COVID is real. Next week, we're going to have something like donkeypox. It's going to be something new. <laughs> <laughs> we got to protect ourselves. If not, you only going to be laid up in the bed wishing mm-hmm. coulda, shoulda, woulda's. I shoulda did this. I coulda did that. I shoulda did that. Mm-hmm. Hating yourself because right. you ain't protect yourself. Yeah, that's our show. (laughs) Episode 92 was in the books, people. Thank you for always rocking with us. I know we got the craziest shit we talk about. We talk about some crazy stuff. (laughs) Ebony, I'm sorry we had to use you tonight. Right. You might need to check into that. that. (laughs) Too freely with the ad, with the um comparisons. But um, hold on, y'all. I do want to say that uh, Nipsey Hussle is getting his Hollywood star tomorrow. So yeah. what up, Nip? Good. Good. What up, Nip? Also, too, and um, and entertainment news: the young lady that's on my shirt, you may have been looking. No, it's not my girlfriend. No, it's not my fiance. It's because the, it's not. Her because it's tease not. girl. Yeah, tease girl. <laughs> I'm making love to tease girl tonight. No, the reason why I'm wearing a her shirt is one, because the young lady has stepped up and 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 made a donation in the kids' names of the of the two kids at the Sesame Place thing. And also, she gave a big donation towards the Charm Six girls as well. So, I just wanted to show her some love on our podcast because she's doing some amazing things for the young people of Philadelphia, and also. Is an amazing singer. So her, we wanted to make sure that we we, we showed you some respect tonight. You know what I mean? T, I'm sorry. I don't got herpes. So <laughs> bring it, bring it home and see what you're doing. 
she loves her, um, like we all do. Um, also, merchandise. I know y'all always see us with an Uncensored Minds t-shirt, a Telemade Kicks t-shirt, any t-shirt that represents the four of our brands. If you're interested in merchandise, please hit us up. We will make sure we get that to you. That way you can be shining. Wait a minute. What's Same going on here? What is this all about? What's going Whoa! on? Whoa! <laughs> what is happening? <laughs> Happy Queen Day Eve. That's right. It's coming tomorrow, yes. Yo, before we get up out of here, make sure we say happy birthday. Thanks. Queen. Put it in there. All the right. Thank Party you. Put it in there. Put well, it in the air. Oh, my girl. Pass without thank, you, thank you, Taz. Oh. Oh, that was so sweet. He's like, uh-uh. I'm going to bypass this. <laughs> what you say? What you say, T? You, you were trying to slide past without getting your birthday punches. That's what that yeah, was. Yeah, I, I, I definitely was. Taz won't let that happen. Cool. Happy birthday, Thanks, Happy birthday, Happy birthday, lady. Thank you, everybody. Thank you so much. I truly appreciate it. The big four four. Oh, wow. Yeah, That's your number, girl. Four. Yes. Yes. Number. Yes. So I'm looking for an amazing year around the sun this go round. We gotta take you to Wendy's tomorrow and get you a full. Oh, listen, a full for four. There we go. Thank you, everybody. Uh -huh. I truly appreciate all the birthday wishes. Thank you so much. Appreciate you and, guys. It's um, okay, Katie. I want to the eighteenth. The eighteenth is that Wednesday, what Thursday. What are we talking about? Anyway, on the eighteenth, um, everyone. Um, I was asked to be a speaker at an event for um, Hearts of Hollywood magazine. And it's their lunch party, their summer lunch party. So I will be um, speaking via Zoom. Um, their time, my time, our time is going to be, I think, 7 o'clock, 8 o'clock. But I'm going to put the link up. But they are out in California time. So I have to get the times converted. But anyway, it is going to be on the 18th. If you all can be there for my and support of me, much appreciation to you. Um, if you all have not purchased a magazine, um, I ask that you please go out and purchase the Hearts of Hollywood magazine. Giovanni Salas is the owner. Um, she's a very, very... Um, extravagant businesswoman. I love her to death. But go out, purchase the magazine. It has a full layout of me with my interview in there. But again, if you have the time she on the, the 18th. The full layout like the Tatas was out or something. Else. <laughs> <laughs> it's, like, yeah. it's, it's just the full interview of me. Oh, it's, a, it's a two page. Don't get a surprise. Here's what say what now? Ain't no surprising there. No, like, no, no open up. <laughs> no, this is a very classy magazine, guys. Now, I'm not going to say the next one won't be in the, like a penthouse, but this one right here is an international Hollywood magazine. So, yeah, um, and I am honored and proud that I was even included into the magazine. But when I say two page layout, it's just a two page four article 
of an interview. So oh, that's 18 and please go out and purchase the magazine. And thank you, Abby, of course, for always being there for me. Up, yes, congratulations. That's so dope, Katie. Thank we got this is a big week for us here at Uncensored Minds. Each birthday is tomorrow. KD is, is getting honored with um I'm trying you know to think I mean? walk fame star. Can't wait <laughs> um also I wanted to dedicate tonight's show to somebody who um I lost 12 years ago today. Um my best friend Lou, he was um tragically taken from us mm. um today, 12 years ago. So I just wanted to dedicate tonight's show um in the memory of Luther Hawkins and his three beautiful children, um, Shaziah, Shayan, and Shajir, letting them know that regardless of anything, that their godfather is always going to hold them down, and I'm going to always be there for him and his children. So, um, unfortunately, it's a somber time, you know what I mean, here in the household of mine whenever it comes up to this. But, you know, with the help of my boy T, we always going to make sure that we carry his legacy around with us. And just make sure that he take us wherever he goes. So, again, my man Lou right here, we just dedicating tonight's show to him. He's, he follows me wherever I go. Mm. He's a very intricate part of not just my life, but also all of us here on Uncensored Mind. So, thank you for always rocking with us. This is episode 92. Catch us next week. Um, Wednesday at 8 o'clock for Telemade Kicks, episode 61. And also next Sunday at 9 p.m. For episode 93. Again, our 100th episode is October. What's that? 9th? 9th. October 9th. We will have some amazing, amazing things leading up to that 100 show and so forth and so on. Anybody out there that's facing any trials and tribulations, anybody with any success stories, anybody with anything going on in life, our prayers are always with you. We support you and we love you. Thank you again for supporting us all here at episode, I mean, Uncensored Minds. We'll see you next week. Thank you, Katie. Thank you, everybody. Birthday punches, birthday punches. I know.